Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and uh, he hath returned after a couple of weeks off. The is king has Mr. returned. Harry Jobson. The king has returned. Uh, he, he is back this week. Uh, we are going, we're doing an episode tying into the upcoming release of Wish. Uh, we're doing a, like, a Disney episode and we, we've we've cho- we've chosen four films to be covering for this week's episode. So, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Aladdin, The Emperor's New Groove, and Moana. Uh, so this, that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Just to, um, um, just to to touch on that as well, The Emperor's New Groove was my input. It's it's yes. not a very popular Disney film because it's not really a musical. Um, kind of flew under the radar, oh. and it almost w- wasn't made like a few times. It was consistently reworked and rescheduled and put off and cancelled and uncancelled. Um, and then they were just like, all right, we're just going to make a really short, funny film. Well, not really short, but it's only like yeah. an hour and a half. It's a, I, I checked, it's like one hour, 18 minutes or something. Yeah, like so it's, it's, it's like less hour. than 90 minutes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like an 80 minute film, but it's... It's my favorite Disney film, so. And and I just sort of the other three I chose. I chose Snow White because it was the first one, and I think is one of the most important films ever made. If I'm being like completely honest, then I chose Aladdin because I wanted to pick one from the sort of Renaissance era in the '90s when Disney was just the biggest, was one like massive. And then Moana is sort of the one, probably the most. No, I'd say Frozen's arguably more well. Mm, I think Moana is probably the best of the New, 2010 yeah. sort of era. Yeah, um, Frozen is much bigger, but also much weaker in my opinion. I think I think Moana. Well, we'll get on it, but I think Moana get onto it later. But Moana, I think, is uh, much much better. But so Disney, you know, I had a, a, a ma- massive childhood. You know, I grew up with two older sisters who loved Disney, so Disney has just been a thing that I've been exposed. You know. I've, seen you know i've seen a lot of disney over the years and um so yeah snow white i rewatched it for the purpose of this because i had not seen it in a long time like a, a really long time i couldn't remember the last time i'd seen it to be honest i've never seen it well i now have seen it but i had never seen it wow I, I mean, are you, like, a big Disney fan in general? Like, no, sort so, of out of the Renaissance, like, you know, the real, the you know, the Disney films? Like, the yeah sketch animation Disney films? I've mm-hmm. seen The Emperor's New Groove, The Lion King, mm-hmm. yep. and The Lion King, and now Snow White, and Aladdin, but I hadn't seen Aladdin before either. That's, man, that's crazy. I know, like, obviously um, it's I mean, very I have... culturally important, but I just grew up, like, with DreamWorks. DreamWorks is my shit. Yeah, I mean that's like a common like. Are you a DreamWorks? Like, did you grow up with DreamWorks films, or did you grow up with um, yeah, with fucking I th- I think, Disney? Films, I think my parents know? just okay. preferred. I think my parents just like preferred to have DreamWorks on as they're funnier. They they pandered to a more adult audience as well. Like they can, whereas like I'm not. You, I'm not saying mm, yeah. I th- like I think, obviously, I think I'm, more. So. Yeah, I think Aladdin also, like, when you take things like Aladdin or Milan, I know I haven't seen Milan, but I know that it's also got Eddie Murphy in it. But yeah, uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarves, very, very iconic. I, I think it's okay, you know, I, I think it's a decent film, but I definitely think, like, it's 
it's a film I respect more than I enjoy. Yeah, that was the same. Um, thing. Because it's a like it's a it's a decent film. You know, I think there's a decent amount to it. You know, like I think it's eight. Like in terms of how the animation looks, I think that's aged remarkably well for a film from 1937, like nearly 90 years old, and it still looks, you know, pretty damn good for that you know but it's definitely not like one of disney's best or anything like i've seen a lot more disney than you have yeah. uh, the only disney films like that i have not seen are like sort of the ones they made during like world war Two and that which were sort of like weird anthology type films i haven't seen those yet but i've seen like i think about 50 or so of disney films like so, so a majority of them but I, I I really think there isn't like much to say about Snow White just because I think Disney as a studio has advanced so much more since then, you know? Yeah, I I agree as well. I think that it's interesting my relationship with Disney being that I really don't care about it at all. <laughs> like I don't have one. But the, the but that in itself is yeah. a relationship with something. I mean, I just Every time I watch a new Disney film, I'm like, yeah, this is a good film. I'm not going to watch it again. Especially the older ones, I just do not care for. Like, even when they've been put on around me, I just go, no, I'll just go on my phone. Like, I I don't... I want something that I... uh, I I struggle with the older themes. And Snow White is obviously very... Like, what prints... I I know I'm, I'm not trying to be, like, fucking cinema sins here. Don't get me wrong. And I understand it's like a plot of the film. But what prince is like, yeah. mm, dead princess, I'm going to just give her a smooch. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, but, but, no, no. It's, I totally get what you... No, I, I, I get what you mean. Um, I, I did have a, um, a guest on a, a while ago, and, and we sort of talked about this sort of kind of thing. And I think it, it's definitely... We were talking about that as sort of a... Um, yeah, how it's... You know, a lot of people talk about sort of Disney films dating a bit, you know, in terms of like how different, yeah, how like this would be, you know, and the sort of, they're doing a remake of Snow White, um, which has got all kinds of controversy around it for, I would say, relatively dumb reasons. Like, I, 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 I don't think Rachel Zegler's that bad a person, and she seems to have just be getting a lot of shit for no reason to be honest but i think that there's a like it's definitely interesting going back to these films because it's like ah oh, this is this isn't a uh this is different like i don't like i feel like nowadays films would be sort of more consciously like mm, do we want to have do we want to do that or do we want to like not you know it um you know back in 1937 it was not question really the same thing. It was, yeah it was a bit of a different thing but but i mean I, um, that's not the greatest example of what i'm trying to convey although it is still a good one but it's more so mm. i just don't care about fairy tales i know that's very shrek of me <laughs> but like i just i like cinderella and bell and the beauty and the beast and snow white sleeping and, beauty and, and even yeah. frozen to an extent and yeah fucking sleeping like i just like I, it's probably my least favorite genre of story. I just, I think fairy tales. I think it's so weak, 
And I think it's really, <laughs> re like, it's just not a interesting topic at all. Well, Cinderella like, yeah, and the I shoe think... fit, and it was happily ever after. And I'm like, the brother, the original Brothers Grimm stories are kind of cool. Whereas these are just like, mm. I don't know, they're the fair, like, they feel like they've only been made not to spread wonder and imagination, but to sell backpacks and lunchboxes. I just, ah. Uh... Disney especially as well, like it being specifically Disney being like the largest media corporation ever kind of makes it like cringe. But I know, I know the basically the 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 big man boy version of fairy tales is superheroes. Superheroes are distinctly human and they like there's something about it like they deal with like real struggle and shit. Mm -hmm. This chick just liked a guy lost a shoe, <laughs> got the shoe back, and got married. Like, went in a big onion. But she was poor, and it's like, cool. Hey, hey, ladies, this is how you escape poverty. Marry a rich guy. Like, and Snow White, like, her stepmom just didn't like her. Mm. Tried to kill her. Didn't yeah. really work out. And then there were seven dwarves as well. I never really got the seven dwarves, or do I, though I do like the hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to work. I think that's a fucking tune. I I love that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely think... Um, I mean, I don't yeah, have a whole lot to say about this film just purely because, like, it's one of Disney's least interesting films. But I think it's, it's decent and everything, but it definitely um, just isn't quite the same that... as a lot of other Disney films, i.e. the ones we're going to talk about. That being said, I'm still going to give it a seven. Because just out of mm. pure respect of like what it is, yeah. No, I give um I give it a seven as well. Uh, I I think it again. I respect it more than I enjoy it as like a film. I definitely think there's a lot about it that I, you know, I, I do think the songs are still pretty decent. You know, the animation I think is very great for, you know, that time. You know, because Disney, you know, they they've been doing animation, but animation if short films you know they're like 20 minute shorts you know this was like i think one of the first films to be like a, a an animated feature film so you have to sort of give it credit there but this is like mid-tier disney like this is a disney film that i will i don't see myself wanting to rewatch unless i was to do like a full watch through of everything disney's made but i, I give it a seven as well but yeah i i there's not much to say about it you know then Whoa. we move on to Aladdin. Aladdin. And so this was the first time you'd seen this one. This is the first well. time I'd ever seen Aladdin, yes. All Not right. even like in uh, class back fucking years ago. Like, no, no, this is the first yeah. time. Yeah. What did you think of it? I really liked it for what it was. There were mm. like, I liked it for a very specific reason. This was really felt like, well, yeah, Robin Williams. Um, but not just that, like, obviously Robin Williams, giving him a medium where he can literally be any shape or anything yeah. is f the most phenomenal idea anyone has ever had. But not just that. Yeah. But also, like, oh, his performance is fucking amazing. But, like, and I guess Will Smith was good in a live action one, I don't know. But, um, but I, I really liked the idea that it was, like, the, it was less just about I don't like my steps. Like, it actually had a plot. Yeah. It, it's, it's, well, I think Aladdin is, is, I think it might be based off something, but it's not like a direct 
like the Lion King is like loosely based off Hamlet, um, but I think Aladdin and the Magical Lamp is a Middle Eastern folk tale. Okay, so that's what Aladdin is based off of. Yeah, I think Aladdin is probably is one of Disney's best films. Yeah, it's like, up there. Very, but it's a bit slow. And then when oh. Robin Williams comes in as the genie, then it just is firing on all cylinders. That's all I was waiting for the whole time. I'm like, genie, 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 give me genie. Because the first, I don't know, because he's introduced, because like, this film's only like 90 minutes long, and he is introduced relatively early, but it's still like a good 15, 20 minutes, I think. And so did you know the story of what, of how they cast Robin Williams in this? No. So basically what they did was they took some of Robin Williams' stand-up and just animated that. Oh, yeah, I think I did just, hear like, about that. That's actually quite And cool. they were just like, oh, that works, yeah. And a lot of the, f- uh, like, they just l- would let Robin Williams go off and improv for fucking hours. And just I mean, were like, we'll just to. cut this down to the best 90 minutes. And I think it worked. I think this is one of Robin Williams' best performances. It's up there. Like, in his entire career you know not the best it's mind, not good but I think hunting, it is. it's not dead poet society it's... but i think it's it's a it's a fantastic vocal it's it's one of, i i honestly think it's probably one of my favorite just vocal performances you know in, in anything you know and i think robin williams is just or, or you know was an incredible talent you know i i don't think i'd ever seen robin williams in something and not thought he was great in it yeah. Even in like lesser films, I think Robin Williams is always, you know, you could always count on him to give you a good performance. He's he's yeah, he's part I of think... a specific breed with that as well, sorry. But it's him and Jim mm-hmm. Carrey, I think. Like I can't think of anyone else at the moment that really can do that. Where you can just let them go for for hours and they can just come up with produce just come up with greatness. Like there's mm. no I I I'm trying to think of people that you can just go all right, go stand in that booth for. You get the booth for five hours, just or you yeah. get or you get the bloody. Here is a loose description of a scene, not a loose description. Here is a script, but do yeah. do what feels right. I mean, I guess that's sort of like what Adam McKay does, like for Anchorman and stuff, where he yeah. sort of. But that's but that's also like a group of actors improving together, and it's not as outlandish. Just... Like it's outlandish. Don't get me wrong. Anchorman is not based in reality at all. But like, <laughs> but it's not quite the same thing because it's it's also they've got like a set. You know, like Robin Williams is doing this in a booth. You know, like he's able to just improv hours of material based off of not. You know, he's just in a booth by yeah. himself, and he's able to just come up with all this you know, incredible material. And he, and he fell out with Disney, actually. I don't know if you heard that. He f- had a falling out with Disney because of the marketing of the film. He, he well, because he wanted to do the film so he could be in a film his kids could watch because he'd primarily done, like, adult, more sort of adult-orientated films. Yeah, like films Good Morning that Vietnam they... and stuff, yeah. And um, he wrote it, he had, like, his contract, he had it so that the genie couldn't be used as, like that much in the marketing like and it could only take up like 30 percent of the post or something like he he basically that he that he wouldn't be overtaking the sort of um the aladdin yeah yeah he like he like he was like yeah he can be on the poster but he doesn't have to, he can't be like a majority of it 
and he, you know, he wrote this all onto his contract, and then Disney, they just did everything that he didn't want them to do, and then he fell out, and so then they did, like, some direct-to-DVD sequels, and he wasn't involved in that. They did a TV show, and he wasn't involved in that. Like, he, he didn't do any yeah. of those because they pissed him off, which seems like a terrible idea, because it's like, Robin Williams, you know, he's a big deal and and i think you know this was like when robin williams was like the biggest you know and i think and i think it's just really annoying and they couldn't use his voice for merchandise or marketing you know or like to market products at all yeah but i mean i mean beyond just robin Williams, you know because we've been talking about robin williams a bit but i think all the voice acting in this is really great like i think this is a really good ensemble of well, voice actors primarily, you know, it's not like sort of modern animated films where they get like a celebrity in, you know, which I think is a massive detriment to animated films. I think DreamWorks is a big when I think because DreamWorks did this more, but they did it like when they did it for Shrek, for it, yeah. or, you know, when, but they like, you know, Shrek, Shrek's an example of choosing like good, like celebrity voice, you know, celebrities to voice the characters. And I think. A lot of studios have learned the wrong lessons from that. What do you think of the music and like the songs in that? In this? I thought it was good. Like you got the the one at the beginning, which is um Arabian Nights, isn't it? Ar- Ar- Arabian Nights, yeah. And yep. then you've got obviously you that and whole new world are like the biggins. So I don't know. I'm probably thinking. I thought it was good. I did think it was great, but I it wasn't my favorite. But uh, that wasn't the reason why I loved the film. What, like, why did you like? What about the film? If if the music wasn't what did like, what did you love most d- about the film? That I, helped? I liked how it was just different. I liked how it wasn't come come save the prince. It was come save the princess, but it was like come save the prince. But it was also like it was like teamwork. It was like fucking all the characters felt like they were actual characters and. The, the princess was like had her own decision making and like wasn't just asleep in the woods like you've got mm-hmm. I, I just I, I don't know there's something about like the characters felt proper and it's one of the closest ones I've seen to Emperor's New Groove and the thing and it's funny the most important thing is that it's funny I can watch it and not be like and not feel like I'm watching a f- fairy tale and it's like boring i never felt well i felt bored at the beginning i'll be honest but other than that it it is a funny film that is engaging that's what i liked about it that's why it's like i'm giving it like an eight yeah i think it i I, like i think the songs are very great you know i I think because they're done by uh alan menken did the music and um because alan menken you know i'm a big fan of alan menken's were and you know the guys who directed the film they've you know they've done several disney films they did moana they did princess and the frog great mouse detective little mermaids hercules treasure planet you know they've they've done all these films and i think yeah but i really think the music is the thing that sort of elevates it you see the the music was done by howard ashman and alan well howard ashman pitched the idea for it and then alan mankin was the one who did the music because howard ashman uh passed away before the film got made but they they did little shop of horrors which was basically what got them like you know little mermaid and that yeah so i think yeah no i think this is a very musically like this this was when disney was just 
releasing banger after banger. You know, they they had you know they had Aladdin, they had Lion King, Hercules. Um, you know, Little Mermaid was around this time. Beauty and the Beast. You know, all these films of of you know good to a very you know varying degrees. And um, back of Notre Dame as well, actually. And I, I like I, I'm one interested like. Are you a, do you like musicals? Like, are you like a fan of musicals or? I'm not not a fan of musicals. I don't. So. I don't really watch. I like High School Musical. I like like. <laughs> I like um. But like Les Misérables, have you, have you seen or? Um... Yeah. I'm just impartial to them. Like I'm just like they're they're on and I'm like yeah I mean I'll watch it. But I'm not watching something because it's a musical. I liked the Hamilton. I liked Hamilton. I know that's like a stage <laughs> performance, but it, it's still a musical. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, right. I don't, I'm, I, again, with musicals, I'm somewhat impartial. Like a musical isn't what's going to make me like a film, but I won't hate it mm-hmm. because it's a musical. Yeah, and no, I, I know, oh, I do tick, know tick, people. Boom. I loved who, Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, that is a good musical, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of musicals in general and i i understand that like musicals aren't necessarily for everyone but yeah i mean if you're impartial then the music's probably not going to do as much for yeah. you then yeah see that's if you're not if that's not your thing that, that, that's just it it's like i i can really appreciate great music in a film but and mm-hmm. I, I think that aladdin did have really good music but like i didn't again it's not it wasn't like standout for me all right what would you give yeah. it out of 10 uh yeah i'd give it an eight a very strong eight on the verge of being a nine i just as i mentioned before i find the opening yeah 20 minutes or so 10 15 maybe 20 minutes even like basically everything before robin williams is just kind of like dry eh? just purely because robin williams is just that energy you know like robin williams you could i think you could slot robin williams into any movie and i'm gonna like it just a little bit more because he's and same with jim carrey just put jim carrey in any film and i'm gonna love it more because jim carrey's in it you know i think that's what and you know i think and i don't really get that with a lot of actors just in general like if you slot them into a film i'm like 10 times more interested now because i think because robin williams and jim carrey are sort of you don't really have people like that anymore you know like i i I, like they're still great actors but i don't the energy i don't know i think yeah i think um yeah i mean there's i don't think there's anybody on jim carrey's level right now as like a comedic perform i think jim carrey is like a contender for the best comedic performer ever honestly in my in my honest opinion i think you know uh, you know, and of course, there's still co- great comedy being made, and there's still great comedic actors and everything. It's just Jim Carrey, and then Robin Williams is, yeah. yeah, is on like another level. And I think Robin Williams, and I, and I do appreciate that the the remake of Aladdin didn't just try and um redo Robin Williams' performance like they yeah. did. It's it sort of was its own thing. Will Smith did its his own thing. I and I appreciate that because you couldn't recreate Robin Williams' performance. It just was like all time a performance you can't recreate you know because so much of that is just based on is just robin williams just riffing for hours upon it on end you know and you can't do that you know like 
Will Smith is, you know, has a lot of charisma and everything, but he's not a Robin Williams, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I give the the original Aladdin an eight, uh, a very very strong eight, yeah. possibly could it be bumped up to a nine in the future. And I agree with that. Um, I agree with the eight. Yeah, and then we move on to the Emperor's New Groove, and now I'm just gonna let you go because you're probably gonna just go on about how great this film, and I'm gonna for about ten minutes or so. So I'm just gonna let you go. You're the reason we're talking about this, so I'm just going to let you go. I am going to go on about how great this film is and why it is Disney's best. So, David Spade can be mildly insufferable sometimes when you just hear him speak or in, like, the bench warmers, but I thought he was amazing in this film. I think he plays a really great 18-year-old brat. I think that the the core concept of the film is hilarious the fact that it got to that point i think i can't remember the actor's name but it goes go like you know cronk oh. in the film oh patrick warburton what patrick warburton yeah i think he he was the perfect choice for cronk he is fucking hilarious he's the best part of he's he, so good. he has his he's own spin-off film like... and tv show i've not seen those but yeah I'm, the... I'm aware of yeah, the, the, the second film is called Kronk's New Groove. But I think the, the idea, the themes around family and friendship are really important and community and growing up and having proper morals. I think it has a great message. It's also fourth wall breaking, ahead of its time, incredibly funny. I've said that a couple of times, but it is. Like the, the scene where he, he like stops the whole movie to draw on the freaking whiteboard to like, he's like, he's like, Hold up, we're watching this guy, not this guy. Yeah, yeah. growth of character. Yzma is unintentionally hilarious. We've seen the concept a million times. It's literally the point of Aladdin is the assistant who wants to be the boss. I think that it works really well here because you've got Kronk to balance out just the evilness. You have a Kronk. It's not just some bird. Yeah. Like, it, Kronk is... The, the visuals of this film, the environment is set in... There's maybe, like, actually four different settings of the film when you think about it. There's the palace, there's the jungle, mm-hmm. there's the village, mm-hmm. and then there's that one time when they're in the fucking... Where, where he's, like, in the farm... Like, oh, I guess you got, like, the lab, but it's part of the palace. But, like... Yeah. You've got the... you got, like, the... The time where, like, Cusco's just, like, grazing in a farm. But, yeah, the the idea that, like, Kronk yeah. gets it wrong when he makes his own theme music. It's all these little things in the film. Or, like, when he's... How, like, passionate he is about cooking. Or the fact that he forgets which mm-hmm. drink he put the poison in. Like, something so simple. He could have just, like, not had that. And it would have been the same. But it, But it's those things that make it really funny. You've got the whole... Isma giving a speech and being, well, he's not getting any data, and then just full makeover. Um, the fact that, like, when he's like that, he can speak squirrel, squeak, 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 mm. squeak, squeak, squeaking. That's fucking ridiculous. The the gu- the final chase scene is one of the best I've ever seen. The whole, but the the core concept, like, I think the film hit the nail on the head with Kronk, but I feel like. It suffers a bit from what I call Mater Syndrome, where it's like, it's a character everyone loves in the first film. In the second film, they make it all about that character and it ruins it. I and it, I call it Mater Syndrome because Cars 2 is just Mater's movie. Probably why that film doesn't really work. Yeah, exactly. But you take like um, Emperor's New Groove, like it, it's a 
film I used to crack up watching as a kid, I can still put on at any time. I'll crack up watching now. The whole fact that there's just trampolines being delivered, like, it's all just out loud. They just thought, yep, let's just have as much fun with this as possible. As long as it stays within the, somewhat stays within the bounds of a story. Like, the excessive zooming out, it's like, what's with the chimp and the bug? Like, there's not a, I I can't think of a negative. The fact that it's not a musical, like, I think works as well, because it's got really great score. Like, like the, the 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 chasing scene, the music to that, or even when the fact that they can see the the lines that they're like the footsteps that they're running, and they they can see it, and then when yeah. they fall down the pit and they they're in the lab before them, and they're like, "How did you get here?" And he pulls down the thing, and he's like, "By all accounts, it doesn't make sense." Like that is hilarious. Yeah. it's genuine. I completely forgot. Yeah, what the context of that was. Like I'd seen it, and I was like, "Huh." I did forgot yeah, the context of him like pulling the thing down because I'm like I I definitely recognize that I just forgot yeah what the but mm. I think everyone does a great job I don't think it's too overcomplicated it and it it doesn't try to bring you into a world of fantasy it's just good message funny film <laughs> I'm not that positive um oh. I think it's. Uh... Uh, there's a lot I really I forgot how funny it was because I hadn't seen this film in years. It's like it's a really funny film. I mean, I love Patrick Warburton in just everything, you know, because he he doesn't he doesn't like his he does he's like I don't think he has much range as a voice. Like he does he's, the same he voice plays in Patrick everything. Warburton, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like in Family Guy, he does the same voice. In The Venture Brothers, he does the same voice. In in yeah, and Empress New Groove, he does the same. You know, he does the same voice, but his voice is just so interesting that it doesn't matter. He's like, oh, you're a beta, a beta, whatever. Oh yeah, it's all coming together. It's just like, and I was just waiting for that moment where he says it because it's like, unironically, I think it's a great, like, it's a great where he's like, where he's figuring all these things. Yeah. He's like very quickly figuring all these things. I'm like, oh mate, this is. Yeah, um, I think we've also got John. We've got John Goodman in this, yeah, uh, um, as well. And again, I think John Goodman is really great. He's, he's also again got a very unique voice. He's got a you know he's he, like he's a celebrity, but like he's a he's a good voice actor. It's you know, a he, distinct he voice distinct yeah. as well. It's a very distinct voice. Yeah, David Spade, I think, works very well. Um, I just don't quite as much. I don't connect with it yeah in a way that i do with the other disney film i think well first of all it's less than it's like it's like 78 minutes long and i do think it definitely loses out a bit on the sort of emotional side to it all purely because it is that short like if it was a like i get what it's like because they've got sort of the beats and there's the character arc and everything but it, it definitely feels to me like okay we're kind of everything sort of slowing down a little bit and or we, we don't we don't quite have the time to get to to get into everything and to have this yeah big I emotional arc that i see what you mean the whole the whole part when they're like split up like when they're mad at each other you know the conflict before the resolution yeah. is literally like one scene of Cusco getting rained on and then they're friends again yeah exactly it it's sort of like they get back together and become friends again very very quickly but i don't know yeah, no. there's just something you threw off the emperor's groove 
like I don't know. It's just iconic. That that that's what it like. I I really like a film as a casual viewer. I really like a film mm-hmm. that I just don't even have to like care too much for. I can just watch, and I know that I'm going to be in for a laugh, and it's going to be good, fast paced, just fun. Mm-hmm. And the, I that, think this is one of Disney's funniest films. I think I don't think there's a film that's funnier under their like Disney umbrella. If we're not talking like mm-hmm. Marvel, Star Wars, like this is the funniest by far. I think even including those, I'd probably say it's funnier. I think just the jokes. I think this is like it's definitely it's 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 a it's very like like as I mentioned before, it's definitely so much. It's a lot funnier than I like remember it being. A good reason why the jokes are so timeless is because they don't make any references to anything. Like it doesn't reference any uh, other work or any other thing. Like it's all self-contained humor. Wow. Yeah, no, it it's very it's sort of universal. Like it's not just yeah, it's not sort of making jokes about this. Like it's dialogue you could you could more or less slot into a different another film and it would work to some degree. But we we he know was, uh, we know my view on the film. I think it's. I think just out of yeah. pure personal reasons and like the fact that I grew up with it and this is one of my favorite films ever because it's mm-hmm. so just it's not like junk food it's not like fast food it's like it's like a it's like a home cooked meal but not like a you know what it is this is the sausage sandwich it's just fucking <laughs> classic it's there right when you need it you know when you want one that's all you really want it's everyone loves it around a barbecue, but no, does it have the most depth of them any meal? No, but it's not a Mac. It's not as bad as Macca's. It's 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 iconic. Well, I think that's it as well. This is not one of the Disney films I grew up with. Like I watched this sort of later on in life, and I def I definitely think that not to discount your opinion per se, but I think some Disney films, if you watch them as a kid and you grow up watching them, you'll love them more. I think. That like I think some are sort of universal, like anyone can watch them and love them, but I think some of them you have to see as a kid. I think there's some films in general that like you have to sort of see as a kid, and if you grow up watching them as a kid, then that's sort of more why you love it. Not necessarily saying that you like that you're um yeah I, I understand the, 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 the less yeah. valid liking it, but I don't have any nostalgia attached to the film yeah well i do Um, so there you go (laughs) i give it a whilst i want to talk about yeah the animation actually i think the animation looks very great for you know it's 23 years old now and you know i've seen some animated films from sort of more recently and they don't the animation doesn't hold up as well yeah but i think this film holds up very well in terms of animation and as as you mentioned as well with the um dialogue and the writing it, it definitely holds up as well uh, but i i give it a seven um and it has jumped into my hundred favorite animated films of all time um at 81 out of 100 which is i mean that's still pretty pretty decent i think for 81 out of 100 out of i like i don't keep track of how many i have seen but i've seen a, 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 a high a high number so i think um but yeah and then we move on to the final film of this week's episode moana what are your thoughts on moana i'm just gonna ask you straight away as a newer film i think it came out 2015 
2016. 2016. What are your thoughts? Um, I think it's one of Disney's best in a long time. I think to, sort of the 2000s for Disney was a was not a good time for Disney, just purely because like, what did they even have during the 2000s? They had like Chicken Little. They had like fucking what else did they even have? They had like Meet the Robinsons. Then like Treasure Planet, I think was during that time. Uh, let me. So they produced Frozen. sixty-one. Uh, Frozen was the twenty tens. I'm talking about like the sort of two oh. thousands era. Um, so let's see what they released from like the two thousands. They released Emperor. So they so from like two thousand to two thousand nine, they released Dinosaur, which I think is terrible. The Emperor's New Groove, which we just talked about. Atlantis: The Lost Empire. Lilo and Stitch. I need to watch that again, actually, because I think Lilo and Stitch is actually pretty, pretty decent. Lilo and Stitch is Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, Home on the Range, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt, and The Princess and the Frog. So most of that's fairly average to weak. Like maybe three films I think are actually quite good in there. I, I think probably my favorite of those is like probably The Princess and the Frog. Maybe Lilo and Stitch. Um, that's not a very good... And those are both like 7 out of 10 films. Like, that's not... That's not good. That's not good for Disney. But yeah, Moana... I think Moana's a, a straight-up banger. I it think is, I think Moana is, it is fantastic. It is. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's... I love it. I, the, I think The Rock is great in it. Like, I don't think you're going to pick someone <laughs> better, honestly. And that that's just... Me saying I think a rock's performance is great. I haven't said that since I watched The Tooth Fairy. So I think, <laughs> and I stand by that being The Rock's best performance. Um, the Tooth Fairy. I need to, when did that? 2010 that came out, okay. But yeah, The the Rock was great in it. I thought the all the music, the culture, the, the mm. yeah, the beautiful yeah. storytelling. I'm upset. Like, there's something really appealing to not appealing to me but there's something that i really like about stories from the pacific island culture i think it's incredibly interesting because it's all about connection with nature and the ocean right Mm. and i think i think this educated a large part of the western world about a culture that is so gorgeous and a landscape that is so Mm. beautiful i think the animation's phenomenal that all the scene shots are beautiful I thought fucking Jermaine yeah, no. was a, hilarious. Oh my god, Jermaine Clement. Yeah. Um. To talk, I think I think this film is because Disney sort of they haven't like Disney in general don't really tell as many stories about like non-Western cult. Like Milan is about a non-Western culture. Um, Emperor's New Groove to it to a degree, but th- I also think the culture isn't really a folk. Like I think the culture in Moana is sort of more yeah I, I like i think coco i mean that's coco is pixar but i think coco does a really great job of showing mexican culture it's weird um, it's weird what disney the- did because disney went from being all-time great to during the 20 2000s having a, a good film yeah. here or there and then early yeah. 2010s great again and then yeah, now like they're a- just like just pumping out shit 
Yeah, like, let me just look at... So after they did The Princess and the Frog there, Tangled, Winnie uh, the Pooh, Wreck-It Ralph, Bang. Frozen. I Banger. mean, I like Frozen. I, I think Frozen's good, I think to Frozen's be honest. Big Hero 6, oh. Zootopia, Moana. Oh, that Zootopia, Moana, bloody Coco. Like, I know Coco's Pixar, but... like Yeah, I mean, Zootopia and Moana came out the same year as well. Like... 2016 that's pretty good and then after that they had ralph breaks the internet mm. i'm not a fan frozen 2 i haven't seen it but mm. I, everyone i've everyone has told me it's shit uh raya and the last dragon i wasn't a big fan Encanto, i thought was pretty good actually and then strange world which i haven't actually seen but you, you know disney and and because Wish, we're, we're tying this into the release of Wish. There have been some early people have seen Wish. Uh, it's got a fifty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is a uh, well, yeah, a a bad rating. You know, sixty percent and higher is is the is like a good rating on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Um, anything below sixty. So I, yeah, I do know some people things. who have seen it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still interested to see it because I've heard a rumor that there is an Avengers-style team-up in it where a, a ton of different characters from previous Disney films are all in the film together, and it's like an Avengers-assemble-type moment, apparent, allegedly. And I want to see that because it sounds so terrible, and I just yeah. want to see like how it is because it sounds real. I mean, I also don't think the animation looks that good. It's like it's trying to do 2D, but it doesn't look like good 2D. Yeah, it's it's going off the fact that, like, Spider-Verse and Puss in Boots and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they all have these very distinct animation styles. So they're like... And I don't think Well, we need to look less fucking... fucking bow-eyed, so let's just, like... Yeah, because I, th- I think Disney... F- you know, generally, Disney looks like Disney animation, like sort of the more again Moana to to talk about Moana. I think it looks incredible. You know, like the water, for example, like the the water yeah. effects, like just the way they make the water look is fantastic. Like it's a like it's a really it's a beautiful looking film. But you know, the water looks incredible. You know, and yeah, to sort of talk on the yeah the rock, I've I've become somewhat tired of seeing the rock and things because he's just in every single thing this was around the time where but he I think, was literally in every single film too like this is like yeah like i want to just like so. yeah i just want to look up the rock and look at his filmography around so this was time like he was... 2016 to 2018 the rock went on an incredible run of just, yeah he just was in big it just you know film after you know any so 2016, he was in Central Intelligence and Moana. Then 2017, he was in The Fate of the Furious, Baywatch, Baywatch Rock and a Hard yeah. Place, and Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Then he did Rampage and Skyscraper in 2018. Then, you know, 2019, he had Fighting with My Family, Shazam, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw, and Jumanji, The Next Level. You know, like, so he's still in, like, two to three films yeah. a year. Like, most recently, he was in... Black Adam, uh, Black Adam, DC League of Super Pets. He was in, you know, in the recent Fast and Furious, Red Notice, Free Guy, Jungle Cruise. He was great you in know, Red like he Notice. Just, he's just in everything, man. Like he's he's everywhere, and I've definitely and I've definitely gotten tired of seeing him in everything because at a certain point you just sort of 
yeah, you just sort of run out of um, patience. I think I just think my favorite performance from The Rock is in the other guys. Oh, like in yeah. that like yeah. brief. I mean, he's I think he's actually really great in that. Um, but yeah, Moana. We also it's also Jermaine Clement as uh, as the crab whose name I've literally forgotten. How have I forgotten? Tomatoa. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Who was like completely absent from the marketing? Like, like I, because I didn't see like this when it came out. The... I, I didn't, I didn't see Moana when it came out. But I remember when I went back to school, pe- a few people I knew were just singing "Shiny" over and over again. Shiny, shiny yeah. like a diamond in a rough. Drop my yeah. stuff. Yeah, I fucking love that song. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big Jermaine Clement fan. I love, from, I love Fly of the, the Shadows. Yeah, and the Fly of the Concords music I've seen, and yeah, what we do in the shadows. You know, I think Jermaine Clement's really great. Yeah, and I, and I also think I don't, I don't want to try and pronounce her name because I'm definitely going to get it wrong. But the main girl who voices Moana, I think she's also very great in it as well. Yeah, I think there's a, I think the music done by Lin Manuel Miranda. This is probably my favorite music from Lin Manuel Miranda. Because I think Disney is very good at sort of holding him back a bit and sort of like limiting his Lin Manuel Miranda ness. Yeah, like they sort of pull him back, so he just sort of because he can't. Because I'm not the biggest fan of Hamilton, if I'm being completely honest. Um, of what I've listened to, I'm just not a big fan of the songs. They're just not my kind of thing, really, and they just feel very self indulgent. And um, I think that. Um, Moana is probably his best work as a like you know lyricist and and, and you know songwriter and everything. Yeah, um, I think what is my favorite song from Moana? What do I think? Welcome. It's gonna be welcome. Shiny's great, but you're welcome. Maybe go how far I. I think my I think it's a great song. I just don't think The Rock's a very good singer. Well, I think come it, to it's, think I think it. it's a very great song. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's a very very great song. And it would be my. Fa- it's just that, yeah, I don't think The Rock is a particularly great singer. It doesn't ruin it. I, I wouldn't say he ruins it. I just am like, eh. I don't think Maui's supposed to be a great singer, though. I think the whole point is that, like, he's braggadocious enough to think that he can. He's like, what can I say except you're welcome? It's like, oh, that's such a. That's such like a cool. It's cool because it's, like, done well. But yeah, How Far I'll Go, great song. Yeah, like again, I think um, all all the music is really great in it. So, I imagine you've heard they're doing a live action remake. Yeah, I hate that. I I, I don't love first it. First of all, I don't see a point in I don't see the point in remaking a film that's not even ten years old yet. I really don't want like, to see a big other... live action Jermaine Clement Clement Crab. Well, like... that's have, you you haven't seen the new um fucking Little Mermaid yet, have you? No, I've never seen Little Mermaid. Oh. Okay, well, the go watch the original. It's it's good, but this new remake, it's the oh mate, the crab in it. It looks crab, crabs kind of freak me out just in general. They're just like water spiders when you think about it. Yeah, I just think this film. I also really like how this film doesn't really have a traditional villain because you've got. I mean, you've got Tamatoa, but you've also there's sort of that reveal that this big like you know fire demon monster is actually just meant, you know, she's had the heart of Tethiti, I think is what it's called. Yeah. It's, like, it's been taken from her. And I think that's really great, actually. I think 
because you know as much as i love a really great just campy villain i also do really like when you've got there's a bit more depth to the villains and you've got a bit more yeah there was no real villain the crap like like again jermaine clement crab is kind of just like a like a stopping point like he's only a small part of the film you just go you go he's like the garter of the the thing you just get it off him basically yeah exactly um he's but just sort of an obstacle in their way the villain uh, the villain is just kind of the obstacles yeah it's and time time's the villain because they've got to do it before their fucking island yeah. dies. So. Yeah, exactly. I, I fucking, I fucking love Moana, dude. I think it's great. I, I honestly, it's probably it's it's easily top ten Disney for me. And yeah, we are tying this episode into the release of Wish. Yeah, as I mentioned before, early, people, some people have seen it. Early, early reviews, early buzz. Well, not really buzz. It seems to be airing on the slightly more negative side of reviews. Like it, it and it. And I want to like it because I want to like what Disney makes because I do like a lot of their films. I've heard that I haven't listened to any of the music yet, but I've heard that there's like a proper villain song again because they haven't like done a pr- sort of traditional Disney villain in a while. Like they don't like Encanto doesn't really have a villain in it. Oh, I've heard the. I, sorry, I I've heard bits of the villain song. I've heard it's god awful. I am half tempted to listen to the some of the songs beforehand just to see like what it is because yeah, I've heard, I haven't I don't think I've heard any great things about them about the songs really. Um, so I'm definitely interested in seeing it. I just don't think the animation looks that great. It feels like it's trying to sort of do what Spider-Verse and Puss in Boots and that have done. Just not as good, because it just doesn't... It looks a bit shit. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Like, because, yeah, we've talked about this, you know, Spider-Verse. The animation is fucking on another level. You know, the animation in the Spider-Verse films... Puss in Boots, the animation in Puss in Boots is incredible. Even the new Ninja Turtles, I thought the animation was really great, you know. I just think that, yeah, we wish, you know, but we will hopefully, at least someone will be able to see it in time for the review of the year, so we can discuss it then. But, uh, yes, thank you all so, so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoy. Uh, thank you again, Harry, for joining me for Absolutely. this week's episode. Yeah, go back, listen to the last, go back and listen to all the other episodes, 130 plus episodes I've done of this show so far. Like, that's, you've got hours and hours of content to listen to. So go back and listen to them. Harry's done a fair amount, like most of the ones in the last year or so. I'd say probably Uh, about 50, maybe just a bit under. But yeah, thank you all for listening to this one, and I'll see you all in the next one. Goodbye.